The Sunshine State is known for many things. The sports, Disney World, and, well, the sunshine. Their women's soccer team, the Orlando Pride, is one of the many attractions of Florida. The Pride have struggled since they were founded in 2016. They have only made the playoffs once, even with stacked rosters with U.S. women's national team superstars such as Alex Morgan, Ashlyn Harris, and Allie Krieger. However, this new Orlando Pride has more youth than experience, keeping players like Martha and bringing in new blood to help build a team for the future. Does this team need more time to blossom, or could they be in the playoffs this season? That is the question that we on the Women's Soccer Podcast today are trying to figure out. We will be going over many different details of the Orlando Pride side, from the basics, their off-season moves, youngsters, style of play, FIFA ratings, positions, and um, we'll do a starting 11 with important subs. As a reminder, the starting 11 and subs are... I know some people were confused about this. This is all my interpretation and my opinion. This isn't necessarily what I think that the coach Seb Hines is going to do this season, but if I was the coach, this is what I would be doing. So let's get into it. Um, What are the basics of the Orlando Pride? Obviously, it's located in Orlando, Florida. They play their games at Exploria Stadium. Their head coach is Seb Hines, and their owners is the same ownership group as the Minnesota Vikings NFL football team and the uh, Orlando City FC, which is the men's team. Um, So some of those owners include Leonard A. Wilf, Mark Wilf, and... Um, Zygmunt Wilf. So those are the Wilf family is the owners of not just the Orlando Pride, but they also happen to own the Orlando City SC group and the um, Minnesota Vikings, which is an NFL football team for those who don't know and maybe aren't my American listeners. So now that we know some of the basics, let's go over who they got, who they lost, and who they resigned. So first, let's start with who they re-signed. They re-signed Haley Hansen, Ali Watt, Julie Doyle, Kylie Strom, Carrie Lawrence, Viviana Villacorta, Eric Timonac, Martha, and Michaela Clough. So let's go over this here. So positionally, we'll start with the more defensive players. Haley Hansen is someone who I expect to be like a right back this season. She did get married, so it's Haley McCutcheon now. I just wanted to say Hansen to people who maybe didn't know about this would know who she is. So Haley Hansen Lee McCutcheon is the, um, Haley McCutcheon won that, obviously, is a very important piece of the Pride team. She's going to be right back, I would assume. That's going to get a lot of minutes a season, so that's a good re-signing by them. And a few other defensive signings. Kylie Strom is a good player who plays in the middle of the field. They have made a few offensive additions at that center back position, which could, could potentially drive her out of the starting lineup. Um... We'll talk about that a little later, but um, she's still an important player defensively and adds squad depth to this side. Carrie Lawrence is a player who I was really excited about for the season, but unfortunately she has torn her ACL, which is a bummer for the Orlando Pride because she's a great young player. And defensively she's quick, which adds a lot to the Pride, which isn't exactly... Um, a very quick and electric team, at least last season. But, you know, I think that a lot of people predicted them to finish in last place last year, but they still showed that they have a formidable team, even without Marta. So, Carrie Lawrence was a big piece of that, and unfortunately she won't be on defense this season. Okay, so those are the three defensive re-signings they made. Moving on to the midfield, 
Um, Viviana Villacuerta and Michaela Cuff are two rookies from last year who made big impacts. Villacuerta's season was shut, cut short because of injury, and Clough didn't get as much playing time as I think a lot of people would expect, but I, as manager, would give her a lot more playing time this year with a lot of importance of players departing in the midfield. We'll talk about that in a few minutes. Um, as Clough is clearly a very promising player who with new U.S. women's national team potential, she's one of those rookies who should have gotten more playing time, in my opinion, and I think that this season she'll get that opportunity. Um, last but not definitely not least, um, Martha, the six-time FIFA Women's Player of the Year, has shown her class over the years and has earned the t- title of the Women's Soccer Messi, even though she's not Argentinian. Known for her flair and incredible dribbling technique, she will be adding back an incredibly piece, incredible piece to the Orlando Pride attack, who was missing a lot of firepower last season with her out injured. So she, I see her playing in more of a... Um, farther back role as like a center attacking midfielder than a winger you know she's older now and I think her passing and dribbling are some of her best attributes so I think that playing her in that position would really showcase that moving up top they had a few other players they re-signed Ali Watt is one who really stands out to me as a player who is one of my favorites on the team uh I thought that was an incredible acquisition for them um she got acquired from the OL Reign last season um, for a lot of money. The 26-year-old has gotten called um, up to the on U.S. Women's National Team preliminary rosters, but she is not. Um, she has not never appeared for the U.S. Women's National Team, and that's a step that I think she'll want to take. And the 26-year-old has dealt with a lot of big injuries in her career, and including an ACL, causing her to not be the necessarily star on the U.S. Women's National Team that we expected her to be at this time, but of course, she's clearly shown her potential and how skillful she is scoring in her debut last season seven minutes in for the Pride against Gotham FC, a wonderful goal. Um, and I think that Ali Watts can add a lot more to this full season of her with Orlando. Um, a few more players they signed up top. They signed Julie Doyle, the striker who was a rookie last season. Clearly showed why the Orlando Pride drafted her. They had a great draft class last season, um, and the 11th overall pick did a good job getting into the middle, getting into the mix, getting a few goals to her name in 15 appearances. But this season, I think you can expect her to play a bigger role, potentially, maybe off the bench. Um, We'll see as the season goes on. I I think that she's going to be a good player to watch out for this season and to see if she guns for one of those starting spots by the end of the year. Um, let's, um, lastly, but definitely not least on the attacking line, Erica Timrak. She's a very dynamic forward with a lot of pace, a player who was, again, very promising at a young age, already is, she has three caps for the U.S. team, but now, you know, she's 31. Again, one of those players who, you know, was probably expected to be a U.S. women's national team superstar. No, she has not lived up the hype that I think a lot of people expected to when she was amazing for the Gators in college but now she's back in Florida where she started her career in at the collegiate level and I think that you know she might be able to have a resurgence this year with more playing time potentially on the cards um as maybe a key impact player off the bench or as a starter we'll see where I put her in the lineup at the end um so now that we know who they've re-signed let's go over who they've gained to this team um for the draft 
um, again, these are not all their draft picks. These are draft picks that they have officially signed to the roster as of the date I am recording this, which is March 16th. So final rosters, some reason, has not come out, even though the season starts in nine days. But this is all... Um, you know, there's been preseason rosters and draft picks have been getting signed to their deals after they've been evaluated in preseason camp. So it'll be interesting to see how Messiah Bright and Summer Yates, two of the draft picks, do the season. Um, uh, and along with someone like an Emily Midgebrill, that's another big player. Um, those three were two draftees that were drafted this season. The only pride, in my opinion, had the best draft in the NWFL value perspective. They got a lot of good value picks. Someone to Messiah Bright in the second round. Hansen, I believe, in the later third, I think later third, third round. And Summer Yates in the fourth round. All players projected to go in the top 15 that slipped. And I think that they picked them up really intelligently. And I think that that kind of saves them from being one of the lower teams because they clearly do not have the most powerful roster. I don't think anyone would disagree with me when I say that. But the Orlando Pride team is full of youth and optimism and I think that they could maybe, you know, sneak up into ninth or 10th place um, with these players. Messiah Bright is a quick, very quick player. She's one of my favorites to win Rookie of the Year. I think that she was extremely underrated at the draft, and every time someone didn't pick her, I'm going to be like, you're going to regret that when she scores a goal against you. She is one of the most underrated players in college soccer. She was so good throughout her collegiate career, scoring almost a goal every single game. It felt like um, one of those players who, again, was supposed to be maybe like a top 10 pick slipped to 23 and Orlando was thank you said thank you very much and grabbed her quickly um in the draft uh Summer Yates another player who slipped a lot more of a central midfielder I would say could play a higher up the pitch as well like as a winger or an attacking mid but it'll be interesting to see how Seb Hines uses her and Emily Madrill clearly should be a starting center back this season the number three pick is very versatile. She's a very more attacking and aggressive midfielder. Um, I think she'll play center back. She plays in the position of a midfielder almost, as she loves to dribble up the field. Is a risk of her game, but she, it's something she's incredibly good at. And she, for a center back, is a great at beating defenders one v one and getting on goal. Um, that's going to be an attribute that may help electrify the pride a little bit more this season in the back where they were uh I would say a little lazy last season giving up a lot of goals that were extremely avoidable and teams just said thank you very much for that gift um very often I would say that happened uh with the defense collapsing so it'll be interesting to see this year how that works out for them on those three draft picks they also reinforced their goalkeeping union as they lost one of their starters, Aaron McLeod. We'll talk about that in a minute. Carly Nelson's a player with NWSL experience. She went overseas for a little bit to um, get more playing time and experience, but she's back in the NWSL now, and I think she can make a really big impact on this team. She had played with the Utah Royals reserves before moving to OL Reign in the Kansas City Current. She only got one appearance over those three years that she played in the NWSL. So she moved to FC Nordensland in um, Europe. Uh, I think it's a Danish team, if I must be mistaken. Um, I may be mistaken. So, yes, it is a Danish team. Checking my notes. Um, she started there on loan, got 18 appearances, then went there permanently, got 10 more exp- exp- 
appearances, excuse me, and so she's gotten 28 appearances more than she got in four years. Um, she got more appearances in one year than she did in four years, 28 over the two years, and I think that she is going to be a player that will be someone to watch out for, and I think that she's someone who, you know, may help fill the void left by Nara McLeod in the goalkeeping unit, who Mary McLeod felt filled that department after Ashlyn Harris left and I think that we could see something similar happening potentially with Carly Nelson or Anna Morehouse again stick along to hear us with our final starting lineup um and lastly this is their biggest acquisition in my opinion Adriana Leol de Silva the attacking midfielder or winger is very creative on the ball she's a Brazilian international who scored I believe 72 goals for Canifias during her time there um she is a such a talented player. Even when you watch her for the Brazilian national team, her the ball at her feet is just so natural, and she knows how to dribble, dribble past anyone she wants practically. And that's why I think she is very talented. You know, the twenty six year old is another one of those players who has a lot of similarities to Marta, and I think that you'll see that a lot this season. She's very aggressive, loves to take players on one v one. Yet in 79 appearances, she scored 37 goals, um, 72 goal contributions. That was my mistake. But yeah, I think that she's like she scored 79 goals across her career with all of her clubs. That's pretty impressive, I would say. Um, and last season, getting 12 goals in 29 games. So I think, you know, she has clearly proven her talents at the international level of 42 appearances there and 12 goals. So I think that It'll be nice to see that she is getting a chance in the NWSL and more perhaps elite league than the Brazilian league where she has better competition. But I think at 26 years old, it was the right time to take the step for her career. And I think that this could be a long time home for Adriana at the Pride. Uh, and I think that's an incredible signing for them. Gives them more attacking firepower and makes them a team for me that's going to be super fun to watch and un- very unpredictable. Unfortunately for the Pride, they lost key def- goalkeeper Aaron McLeod, the Canadian international, who recently retired from international play, went to Iceland to play. She's now moving to Iceland um, to play her soccer alongside Gurnion's daughter and Tony Presley. So, yeah, I think that that's a big thing, you know, like three of the biggest players on the Pride all left to Besta Dild Kena, which is a um, team, uh, the league of Iceland, and they play on Starvind Women's Football Club, and yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they adapt to this league, and I think, you know, they have obviously a lot of experience internationally, and I think that um, for their country, Gunny Yon's daughter had played there previously, so it makes sense for her to go back. But Tony Presley, defender and goalkeeper, and McLeod also followed her. So a defender, midfielder, and a goalie all leaving there. Two more players left. Darian Jenkins retired. The attacker has now signed a role with Gotham FC off the field, and she's mentioned in numerous reports, including the Despire. Dispara, excuse me, United podcast. I extremely apologize if I pronounced that wrong. Um, 
uh, yeah, so that she's making more money with this job than she did ever in her playing career, which shows the salaries of the NWSL being very low, unfortunately. And that's something that's hopefully will continue to change. Um, and lastly, Courtney Peterson was traded away to the Houston Dash. The left back played a very big role for the team. Um, she's one of the best players on that team last season. It's very unfortunate for the Pride to lose her, but a great pickup for the Houston Dash as they seem to get her at a very cheap price. Um, now let's go on to some youngsters of this team. Uh, Emily Madrill, Carrie Bello, Messiah Bright, Samarines, and Haley. Bajuga are players that I think that can really make a huge impact this season. I think I could see most of them either starting or being big off the bench. Um, Bajuga is a player who's only 18 years old, played in Malta for internationally, um, and Parma, I believe, for her club team. She's a player who is not afraid to beat players and dribble at them and I think that she's going to be another electrifying player for them. You know, she played for Sassuolo in uh, Italy before coming here. And before that, she played in Malta at Magra United. But she scored 52 goals in 29 games in Malta before leaving to Italy and then coming over here to America. The Malta International is someone who is quick and feisty. And I think that she fights for the ball and she's someone who I think really impresses anyone who watches her play because she knows how to beat players and again similar to Adriana and Martha in that perspective which gives them a little chemistry I think and similarities they all love to dribble at players and I think that her left-footed shots and her the way she breaks defenders ankles is just marvelous to watch um Summer Yates and Bright, we talked about them earlier as new acquisitions from the midfield. And same with Madrid, we talked about her earlier. A midfield up top and defense covering all the areas on the field pitch there. But I think that that's going to be really interesting to see how they adapt to the professional level because that's a big thing. Emily Madrill already has experience playing over in Sweden, which should help her um, succeed at the professional level in America, here in America. Um, but some for players like Bright and Yates, even though they were top talents in college, it could take them a little while to adapt to the professional level. Lastly, um, Caria Bello, the 23-year-old left back, adapted left back, you may say, even say, showed her quick pace and her ability with her left foot with such a powerful shot last season in numerous games and numerous cases. I think that she could potentially be a player to watch out for the season because of the departure of Courtney Peterson, which is a big hole to fill defensively. So I think that she may be able to fill it at the left back position, but she also has the abilities to bolt up the field and whip in those crosses like Peterson could. So it's kind of a like-for-like change, which is good for the Orlando Pride, as Coach Seb Hines won't want to change too much up tactically in that team. Speaking of tactics... They play a 4-2-3-1, typically. That's how I've seen them play that a few times. They they shift formations a lot um, during the actual match. They usually adapt to sometimes a 4-2-1-3 sometimes with wingers getting high up the field and fullbacks moving up. It's a very odd shape, I would say. But the 4-2-3-1 is a position, positional 
arrangement that I think really benefits the Pride and allows them to stay, get wide while staying central. And it gives a chance for the fullbacks um, of perhaps Abello, McCutcheon, Celia to bolt up the field and make magic happen in the final third of the pitch. So I think that, you know, you could do a 4 3 3, but we've done that for all of our other teams. I wanted to have something a little more adventurous and fun. So when we pick our roster, you know, it'll be more crazy and enjoyable. Um, here comes the fun segment of our episodes. This is something I really like. FIFA ratings! Awesome. So cool. I want to mention, though, beforehand, Adriana is not listed on this. I would assume it's because she recently signed with the Pride, so she never got added into the game. With that, um, I think that that might maybe just be because of she was signed later this offseason and perhaps the game FIFA or EA Sports didn't have time to add her. So just wanted to mention that before I read all the ratings. Um, Martha at a center attacking midfielder, 84. Erica Timrak, center attacking midfielder, 77. Haley McCutcheon, 76 at right back. Celia Jimenez, right back, 75. Megan Montefusco, center back, 75. Carly Nelson, goalkeeper, 75. Kylie Strom, left back, 74. Carrie Lawrence, center back, 74. Jordan Listro, center defensive midfielder, 73. And Carrie Abello, center 73 as a left back. Okay, so let's take a minute to look over these ratings and talk about them and like talk about who's missing from this top 10. Obviously, Adriana is someone who's missing, but also players like Emily Madrill. Um, Messiah Bright, Michaela Clough, uh, Anna Morehouse, um, Jordan Listro's on there. Um, uh, no, so never mind about her. Hilly Bajuga should be on there. Like, there's a lot of players missing on this, in my opinion. I thought they did a pretty bad job with the Pride. That was one of the teams that I really didn't think they did a good job with at all, if I'm being totally honest. Um, I felt like they were lazy at looking at the ratings, but I think that, you know, hey, it's still good. Like, I think that it's so great that FIFA has these players in the game. And, you know, hey, it's great to see how, you know, we're getting to get representation of women's sports in FIFA, which is, I think, really cool. And I think that, sure, a lot of rookies and Adriana perhaps should be in there, um... Berjuga, I've talked about her, isn't Ali Watt isn't in there? Like, there's a lot of players who give me, that gives me the red flag of, like, yikes, what you do in FIFA, but <laughs> I think it's just more the fact it's so cool that they're in FIFA and a reminder that people can edit their ratings in the settings by um, increasing or decreasing statistics, so. Okay, now let's move on to the part that you've all been waiting for, the starting lineup and the bench of my mentioned earlier we will be playing a 4-2-3-1 and yeah let's get right into it okay so center back I have Megan Montefisco and Emily Midrill behind them in net I have Anna Morehouse left back I have Carrie Bello right back I have Haley McCushion in the midfield, I have Jordan Listro as left center midfielder and Michaela Clough as right central midfielder. With Marta right above them at the center attacking midfield position. On the left wing, I have Adriana. On the right wing, I have Haley Bajuga. At striker, I have Haley Watt. On the bench, um, 
Carly Nelson is my backup goalie. My backup fullback is uh, Celia. My backup mid center backs are Kylie Strom and Tori Hansen. My mid- backup midfielders are Viviana Villacuerta and Summer Yates. My backup winger is Erica Timrak. My, my backup strikers are Masai Bright and Leah Pruitt. I hope that you enjoyed this episode and I thank you for listening to the Women's Soccer Podcast. I hope that you're really excited for the NWSL season, just like I am, and I hope I'll see you at NWSL Games. Thanks for listening and peace out from your host, LDG.